you're listening to the Televisionary Minisode. In this episode, Cody and I talk about two of our favorite TV shows that just might become your next TV binge. I just got really tripped up because I looked at your clothes behind you and I have a mirror in here and I was like, oh, am I looking at my clothes in the mirror? I don't remember <laughs> having a houndstooth shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you did. I do too. Because we all should. But Houndstooth is the new black. It is for me. I have been awash <laughs> in houndstooth <laughs> lately. I don't know why it just occurred to me that it's my favorite pattern in the whole world, especially black and white houndstooth. Mm -hmm. But within the past year, I have just developed this insane affinity for it. (laughs) I bought a t-shirt at print. I bought a mask that print. Mm -hmm. I actually two of the same mask (laughs) that print. Um, And I bought a chair and ottoman from ikea in black and white houndstooth which some people might look at and think it's over the top but i think it is the most beautiful piece of furniture ever created weren't you gonna get a second chair in houndstooth i've thought about it okay okay. there's one that they are discontinuing at ikea like it says on the website last chance to buy and the Mm -hmm. closest one the closest ikea that has it is in brooklyn now like there was one in newark like the newark area that had it and i seriously did consider driving there to buy it but they are apparently out of stock of it so i don't know if i can justify driving to brooklyn to get the chair (laughs) when i already have a different ikea houndstooth chair but it just looks so good i'm also i got a new sofa and i bought throw pillows that i bought them from amazon so they haven't arrived yet but they will be coming sometime this week that are like half of it is houndstooth to match oh, my houndstooth chair but there's also they're like dark red too so it's like a little pop of color for my beige couch very nice and it will just tie the whole living room together and i'm really excited about it i would love to see you in like a houndstooth jumpsuit like a janitor's <laughs> jumpsuit but made from like houndstooth denim <laughs> i i would wear it for sure <laughs> I don't know if anyone has watched RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 6 episode where they did the charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent monologues, Mm -hmm. but Trinity K. Bonet's houndstooth outfit in that episode just made me... I will die happy having seen that outfit. (laughs) Uh, I just... I want to own it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Well, Enough about houndstooth. (laughs) Let's talk about some TV shows. Yes, let's. Do you want to go first or second? Well, I can go first. Okay. If you want me to. I'm fine with that. Okay. So I have chosen a show to talk about today that I just love so much. It was a, a sort of a critical darling, maybe, but did not reach a large audience. Mm-hmm. It ran on Fox from 2015 to 2018, four seasons before it was unjustifiably canceled. Actually, it was kind of justifiable because the ratings were not good, but <laughs> I I wanted more of it because I just uh there are very few shows that made me laugh as much as this show. And it's a little interesting because it kind of hits close to home these days in a different way. This show is Last Man on Earth. Mm. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Last Man on Earth, Elena? I've only seen a couple episodes. I watched like the first couple episodes. What did you think of it? Just wondering. I Okay, so I liked it a lot, sort of. Like I loved <laughs> <laughs> I loved the way it was shot and the humor mm-hmm. in it and the setting, the premise, like all of that, but I just really don't like the actress in it. Kristen Schaal? Mm-hmm. Mm. She's so funny, but it was just like, it was a little too much for me at the time and when I in which I was watching it. But I will say I have a, I shared it with you and I haven't shared it with you again, but the TV show I, idea that I had, Hitler's Hot and Ready Food Truck, uh-huh. for some reason, there's something about it that the way I want it to look and feel is last man on earth okay so i feel like i should watch it to maybe gain some inspiration that's so true love for me about the show one of the things that i love is how it is shot like i don't know how they filmed some of these things with like Mm -hmm. completely barren highways in major cities and just roaming around empty cities with no noise background noise or anything it's just crazy. But anyway, let me explain what the show actually is for those of you who don't know. The series opens in late 2020. Keep in mind, this was in 2015 when it premiered. A deadly virus has ravaged the planet and has (laughs) killed everyone except for seemingly one man, Phil Miller, who is played by Will Forte, also the creator of the show, or one of the creators, I think. Anyway, Phil is pretty average by all accounts. He's maybe not a super great guy has some growing to do maybe but now that he is the final living human he's not really concerned with doing any of that growing so like the pilot episode is basically just him you know living his own life doing nothing but also like driving around the country painting the phrase alive in tucson on billboards in all 50 states all 49 states couldn't drive to Hawaii, but trying to get people, you know, if there are are any other people out there to get them to come and find him in Tucson. Uh, at the end of the pilot episode, we find out that, spoiler alert, Phil is not the last human <laughs> still alive because he meets Carol Pilbasian, played by Kristen Schaal. She is a pretty strict religious moralist, so uh, she wants to repopulate the earth with Phil, but she insists they have to get married first, which Phil kind of thinks is ridiculous since, you know, they are the only two people still in existence in their minds, but he finally gives in and marries her, and then right after the wedding, they meet a much hotter woman (laughs) named Melissa, who (laughs) is played by January Jones, and Phil immediately regrets his decision to marry Carol. So that's like the first three episodes of the show, and from there, I'll try not to spoil anymore, but it basically follows this group as it grows, and as they try to navigate through what remains of the world, and to find more survivors, and find a way to continue to live in this new kind of primitive world. Like along the way, they meet a bunch of new characters, some of whom will stick with the group, some of whom are enemies of the group, some of whom just kind of show up for an episode or three or five and then, you know, go off to do something else. But like there are just a ton of twists and turns and surprises along the way, like things that you just don't see coming. Literally Every episode keeps you guessing about where the story is going to go next. And it's really just kind of riveting. Like, the show just continually 
upends itself and it becomes something different all the time and just uproots its characters and goes to a totally new setting and changes the character's goals and it, like it's so unlike any other comedy show that I've ever seen in that way especially on a broadcast network like it's kind of amazing honestly that Fox let it be what it was because it was so atypical for broadcast and that was one of the things the creators said when they were pitching it like they never saw it on a broadcast network they were pitching Mm -hmm. it to cable and the streaming services and not even thinking about broadcast because it was just too far outside the realm of possibility but when no one else was buying it they (laughs) had a meeting with fox and fox loved it and just kind of let them do whatever they wanted with it so beyond all of that it's also just one of the funniest shows that I've ever seen, in my opinion. Like, <laughs> I, I can count on one hand the number of shows I've seen in my life in which every single episode makes me laugh out loud at some point. That's rare. And Last Man on Earth is one of those shows for me. It, and, like, the style of humor is probably not for everyone. It's real dumb a lot of the time. <laughs> and, and, like, I'm a big fan of comedy that, I like to say, of comedy that is so stupid, it takes a genius to come up with it. Mm-hmm. Like, the stuff that... <laughs> It just happens and you think, how did someone even think of something that dumb? (laughs) I just love that for whatever reason. But I know that I might be alone in that. Not alone, but not everyone (laughs) feels that way. So if you watch it, you might, you know, find it totally off-putting and abhorrent. But (laughs) if you love stupid humor with weird and lovable characters doing crazy things that's absolutely what last man on earth is and you should totally check it out so for me i feel the same way like there's only a few shows that make me actually laugh out loud Mm -hmm. are all of yours comedies or are there dramas included in your laugh out loud shows i can't think of any dramas offhand nothing comes to mind are there drama shows in yours well i mean I guess I shouldn't, maybe not, because maybe there isn't any show that makes me literally laugh out loud in every single episode, but Mad Men makes me laugh out loud a lot, which is not a comedy show, <laughs> uh-huh. so I just, I was just curious if you had something similar to that. I don't know why I think that show's so funny. <laughs> uh, I mean, it definitely does have its funny moments, <laughs> but no, I can't think of any dramas like that. Yeah. One other thing about Last Man on Earth that really makes me mad is that when they canceled it, the end of the fourth season left this huge cliffhanger, like oh, something no. that would totally change, you know, <laughs> and set up season five for being something pretty different from what the rest of the series had been, and I was just so excited to find out what they were going to do, and then it got canceled and there was never any resolution for that, so huge wow. bummer there. They tried shopping it to some like especially Hulu that's the service that it was on whenever it was airing Hulu did not pick it up couldn't find a home for it elsewhere very sad they should do like an animated ending to it I don't know why but I feel like that would be really cool that would be cool if anyone out there is listening listening. and (laughs) wants to do that please do I would very much appreciate it but anyway what show are you going to tell us about Elena Well, the show that I'm talking about today is a show that I don't know if I can say I love. Okay. But, okay, so I'm going to be really real. I think that there are two types of TV shows that I watch. TV shows that are good or entertaining, Mm -hmm. and TV shows that I watch when it's a week before I'm about to get my period. (laughs) 
And I've gone through many phases with those types of shows. And actually, it's become a bit of a barometer for me of like, oh, I know something's about to happen because I'm (laughs) watching Grey's Anatomy. You know what I mean? Hmm. So this show is definitely one of those shows. It's like, oh, I'm really craving the show. And then I, Uh you know, anyway. So this show is called Virgin River. (laughs) Have you ever heard of it? (laughs) I think I've only heard of it because like you've posted it on your Instagram story or sent me snaps or something of you watching it. Yes. So if anyone, well, like everyone listening has Netflix probably or has been on Netflix. Not and they, me. N- not me either. But. I was on before. But. So they do like their top 10 and this show kept showing up in the top 10 of Netflix and I got really curious and then you know like if you just hover on something for like an eighth of a second on Netflix (laughs) it will just start playing Mm -hmm. like a trailer and I was like this is so ridiculous but something makes me want to watch (laughs) so I started watching it and I can truly say the best way I can describe Virgin River is it is like a show that was written by artificial intelligence (laughs) it is actually based on a series of romance novels. I can't remember the author's name right now, and I actually didn't write it down. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. I think Robin Carr, I think is her name. Anyway, the gist of the show is that there's this woman, she's from the big city, LA, and she's a nurse and midwife, and she relocates to the town in Northern California called Virgin River. It's just a small, tiny, old-fashioned kind of town, and she has responded to an ad to go there and be like the nurse practitioner at the only doctor's office in town. So of course, she shows up, Her car breaks down. This guy pulls over to help her and he ends up being the doctor that she was going to work for. And he had no idea she was coming because the mayor is the one that lured her to the town. Uh And this is just like how the whole show goes. It's like anything you think would happen, like happens. For example, at one point, someone, there's these two people they're dating and then his ex-girlfriend turns out to be pregnant. But oh wait, she's not just pregnant. She's pregnant with twins. And it's not just normal pregnancy. It's a high risk pregnancy. And of course, the only nurse practitioner in town has to take care of her. Like it is just so over the top and I think that it's appealing in a weird way because you can kind of predict in your mind what is going to happen because you've just seen it a million times before you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but it is also hitting on your emotional side which is why I think it appeals to me when it does because as stupid as it is like you still end up caring about these characters enough that you're like tearing up in every episode. Like it is just like jerking you around on an emotional roller coaster. (laughs) And it, it really does have everything. There are flashbacks to the Iraq war There are flashbacks to this woman, the nurse practitioner, Mel, the main character, who not only had a miscarriage in her previous life in L.A., but her husband also died as they were arguing about whether or not they should have another baby. And he crashes the car because he's looking at her instead of the road. (laughs) Like, it's just 
totally, totally ridiculous. But the setting is beautiful. I mean, that's another thing I like about it. It really, I think it's shot in Vancouver. So it's just gorgeous. And they do have some actually really cool shooting locations. I had to look one of them up. It's like a very modern looking restaurant. And I guess it was like a big destination in the area that they shot in for a long time that it closed because of covid but hmm. it's a beautiful building and so it is fun to watch for that reason but it it is not good tv but i did want to mention my final thing i have to say about it is just you can't find actual like ratings for online stuff because netflix doesn't really release their like viewership data but i found Mm -hmm. this interesting thing by the nielsen ratings that said during the week that virgin river released its third season which was i think july 2021 they were able to calculate like they're able to calculate how many viewing minutes are viewed on actual TVs, not mobile data, just TVs. So Mm -hmm. it was streamed for 2.1 billion minutes. That's across all three seasons that week. So I did the math. The episodes are like 45 to 50 minutes. So I just made it 50. If people were watching full episodes, that would mean that worldwide on TVs alone, not mobile devices, 42 million episodes were watched in that week that the third season debuted. Wow. Which is insane, right? Yeah. And I know that that's like, there's a lot of factors wrong with what I did just did because that's not accounting for people who watched 10 minutes and stopped watching mm-hmm. or you know whatever but still 2.1 billion minutes of Virgin River were watched on TVs in one week like that is insane and makes me really wish that Netflix and other streaming services would just provide the ratings for their shows Mm -hmm. because honestly when I first clicked on the show it was like I was trying to prove to myself that Netflix just makes up their top 10 but if this is like really data out there that someone's been able to gather obviously they're not inflating their top 10 they're not just putting their own content in their top 10 this probably really was Netflix's like number one show for weeks on end in July 2021 you know what I mean yeah I know that occasionally Netflix has, like, tweeted after they had a big release of something to say, like, 56 million people have watched Bird Box last weekend or whatever. And, Mm -hmm. like, but they consider watching something to have been, to have watched, like, two minutes of it. Like, anyone who has let it just start playing and continue playing in the background while they are doing dishes or something and not even in the same room as the TV. Like, they're counting all of those viewership things. So it's really hard to get an accurate assessment of how many people actually watch the things that they are publishing any kind of statistics for. But, like, that's crazy to think that it could be that many people watching a show that like you said is not even that good (laughs) that's like not one that a lot of people even heard of either like it's i i even after you brought it to my attention i've never heard anything else about it i think i know two other people who've watched it out of and i've broadcast it on my social media and talked about it to people in real life so I'm not sure where these 42 potential million viewers or whatever are but like I don't know that it's even in this country it could be like huge in Russia or something like that it would probably be an easy show to watch if you were trying to learn English as a second language because it's not that 
complex and uh-huh. everything is very <laughs> clearly illustrated on the screen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm glad I got a chance to talk about it for I'm everyone. I'm glad you did too. Maybe <laughs> you talking about it will launch it back into Netflix's top ten. <laughs> you know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, do we have anything else to talk about? I don't think so. I don't think so either. All right, well. Let's be done. (laughs) Bye. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to Televisionary. If you like what you heard, share this episode with a friend. You can follow us on Instagram at Televisionary Podcast, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Bye.